and we are going. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the next episode of Iowa Valley Tire Talks. I'm your host, George. I'm Gare. I'm Zayden. And today, for our host, we have Mrs. Klosterbor. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, being the art teacher and all, getting here my seventh grade year, maybe? Said that? Or earlier? Yeah. No, yeah. I think you were in seventh grade. Um, so, I grew up in Centerville, Iowa, and I graduated in 2006. Um, I wasn't like really sure what I wanted to do after high school, um, so I stayed home and went to a junior college in Centerville at Indian Hills Community College. Um, there I started um, looking at career paths that followed like business or like office stuff. So I started in accounting and then I figured out I really did not like that. And then I thought of doing like some kind of just like office management and I figured out I really didn't like that. Um, so by the end of my sophomore year, I figured out that I really wanted to do something with art. <clears throat> so I transferred to uh, Nichols State uh, in Louisiana. And there I pursued my bachelor's in fine arts that specialized in graphic design. And then after graduating there, I moved home and I kind of just decided that I didn't want to sit like in a cubicle all day. So then I went back to school for education um, and I found out that I really liked coaching. I coached um, track my first year home from college and it was really fun. So it kind of just went hand in hand that education, like as a teacher, you get the opportunity to do that. Um, and so, yeah, I went back to school for education, graduated a couple years later, and then I took my first teaching job at a school in Missouri. I was there for three years and then I got engaged. Um, so then I moved to Williamsburg and that spring, it would have been like March-ish, I applied for a position here and I took it. Solid, solid. So what would you say like got you into art? Like if you just always liked it or is there like, like your senior year just like, oh, art? No, I mean, I always liked art growing up. I had really good art teachers. Um, I would say my junior high art teacher was like super scary. So... When I got to high school as a freshman, I was, like, really put off, I guess, because it just seemed like that's how all art teachers were going to be. Um, so I kind of was really hesitant once I got into high school, but then I had an amazing high school art teacher. His name was Mr. Maddie, and he was just, like, really chill and really laid back, and, like, he would, like, help you if you needed help, but he really just kind of, like, let you have your space, which I, I think I tried to do that. Um, but I really liked him, and so... It was really easy to like it in high school. And then I just guess maybe I thought like you couldn't have a job that was like centered around art because they always talk about like starving artists. So that's when I decided to change. And then fortunately when I um, transferred to Louisiana, I had an amazing, amazing graphic design program. Um, some of the best professors I think in the nation and classmates that were just like unbelievably awesome. And so I was really fortunate to be part of a program that was so much fun. And so it just kind of um, helped reinforce how much I did like art. And so then it was really easy to feel like I wanted to pursue education in art to kind of not relive, but like be able to like let other students have that kind of like an atmosphere, I guess. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I was in art my seventh grade year and then Eighth grade year, I was gonna take it fourth quarter, but then we had COVID. So then I didn't take a single art class from 
seventh grade all the way till this year, which I'm taking intro to art. But every single day I'd see Mrs. K in the hallway, she'd yell at me, asking why I'm not in art. <laughs> every single day. Yeah, I did art eighth, eighth grade, I think it was, and then I haven't taken another one since. I'm not very artistic. That's okay, neither is Garrett. Hey, I, I am. I no, I'm just kidding. Good. I think I did pretty good. Yeah, Garrett you do. seems like the artsy type. <laughs> you don't, Zayden. No, I am. Are you Zayden? <laughs> I am. What's been your favorite project that you've um, done? All of them. Draw me something. Every single one? Uh, yeah. I'm just an archie type of kid. There's not one that just sticks out. Well, I like this one where I painted antlers in the skull. It looks pretty cool. Like a deer? Yeah. What made you want to do that? Because I like hunting. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> so, you said that you also liked teaching, teaching or coaching, coaching mm-hmm. track and bird. How's that going? Yeah, it's going good. Um, it's, it's kind of... Uh, I don't know, it's like interesting because I get to like do both things that I love, but like in different places. So I think sometimes it gets challenging. You just feel like you kind of scramble between both places. Um, but the thing that I really love is just, I, I want kids to like find a passion in athletics. And I feel like running is just such a good metaphor for life. Um, kind of whatever you put into it, you're gonna get out of it. And I think that it's really important to see individual growth. Um, I think that's what's so great about running. It's very black and white in a sense. You know, it's hard on a basketball team, you know, it's super subjective. Like those fouls didn't get called or, um, you know, like whatever the officials or, you know, they didn't, I tried to call a timeout and it didn't happen or whatever. And so I think it's really hard to individually see growth Um, whereas running like the times don't lie and I think that it's just really good for kids to be able to like kind of have benchmarks Um, so it's it's been good so far this year we're two weeks in Um, but yeah it's fun I like it looking forward to the season coming up having some fast runners or what yeah um, they ran yesterday so they went to you and I um, and we ran some pretty good times Um, the boys four by eight they ran like 9.24, I think, which is pretty solid for season opener. Um, three of the guys ran 2.16 or under, which is like really good for, you know, first one of the year. Um, we didn't run that fast until probably like the middle of outdoor. So we're probably a month ahead of where we were last year at this point. So it's really cool to see how much growth they've had. Um, you know, we have a couple big seniors, um, which will be hard to replace, but they seem like they're on a mission. You know what I mean? They just yeah. know their time's coming to an end. and. I think they just want to make sure they can do everything possible to have a successful season. So it's, it's been fun so far, and hopefully it'll keep being fun. Yeah, we were at that meet yesterday, too. I, feel, I think we did pretty pretty good as a team. Yeah, how'd that go? I haven't heard anything. Uh, well, I, I don't really know how the other competitors did, but I threw pretty well. Pretty, pretty meet PR. Good. I threw a 36, 9 and a quarter. Dang. It... It's a meet PR, but it is not where I want to be because in practice I throw farther than that. But the meets, I just, I don't know, I just can't can't let her rip like in practice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. we'll get there. It's nerve-wracking like in a meet. You feel like there's kind of lots of eyes and lots of pressure to like meet a certain benchmark. Um, I think the thing that I always tell my athletes is like people who are watching genuinely have no idea. Like unless it's your coach or like other coaches 
they don't know. You know what I mean? They're, they're probably like, oh, that looks far. And it could have been your worst throw ever, but it still looks far to them. Or like, oh, that looks fast. And they just don't really know. Like, it's, I don't mean it insultingly, but it's just kind of like they're unfamiliar with like the trueness of it. So I think if you can get past caring that yeah. part, like just get out there and be explosive. And like you said, just let it rip. Yeah, like, let it rip. Yeah. Yeah. But when so throwing started right at it so like at two when the meet started i was in flight seven which was the last flight to throw on the north ring and i didn't throw i wasn't done throwing until like six o'clock i didn't start like warm-ups ended for my flight at 5 35 so i waited from two well 1 30 to 5 35 to just get my first throw in jeez Yeah, it was a long time, and I was at the bottom of my flight, too, so it was even, like, longer, so it wasn't right at 5.35. My first throw was probably, like, 5.40, 5.45-ish. Yeah, this meet is huge. Yeah, like, I mean, in the people. 200s, like, or like in the open 200, there was, like, 200-plus participants. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. The the 60-meter had 32 heats. Yeah. Wow. Times that by eight people, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But some of those kids were moving, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were multiple who ran sub-seven second 60s. Yeah. Wow. They're lucky I didn't compete because I'd probably be mid-fives. <laughs> Honestly. Satan, how come you don't do track? Uh, golf. Do you want to Do you want to tell them about your 400 experience in track <sighs> or in art? That was a terrible, terrible <laughs> time. I tried to run like five miles and I haven't ran in forever and I didn't stretch or anything five miles uh huh nope how she just said it was a 400 well so like well I tried the day before yeah I went to the jungle gym after wrestling practice no this was before wrestling even started I went to the jungle gym got on the treadmill after about 20 minutes trying to figure out how to run the stupid thing (laughs) and then I finally got on it ran about five not quite five miles and then the next day, I was really feeling it. But he was also talking a lot of smack about how he could no. beat his how he could beat his art teacher in a five k. Well, I, I was could. Like, okay, let's <laughs> I go. Could. Maybe I could. if our art teacher did not run for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a nerd. <laughs> but I'll still beat her any day. Now. He didn't even show up to Sam's five k to. Dude, I pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I had a hurt ankle during that. My ankles football yeah not good so i was laying in bed i was pretty shy to work that day solid you work every day pretty much yeah now not anymore because you know track yeah but like we were trying to find times to like do the podcast before we do it seventh hour every wednesday and he's like no i can't do it after school i got work every single day for like three weeks in advance I can't help that I'm good at my job, Garrett. I know, but, like, it's insane how much you work. Yeah. Make bank, though, I bet. I bet. Solid solid amount of money. Yeah, except for, you know, right now, I'm only getting four days of pay period, so. Hey, it's more than me. More than what half of us are getting? Well, four days in two weeks. Zero days in zero weeks. <laughs> Don't be a bum. I was a two-day, two-week <laughs> type worker this summer because I just have to mow the MRC fields. And it's like a once a week thing. So I, look, I would only have two days of work in my paycheck. I better do more work in two months than I bet you do in the whole year. Huh? You just picked up Canada. Oh, yeah. You don't have the headphones on yeah. like me. 
I said I bet I do more work than you in the two months that I work than you do in the whole school year. Probably not. Yeah, because I pour concrete. <sighs> Is that a hard job? Uh, mm. Taxing on the body? It depends on how big the job is. Most days, no. It's an easy day in the office. Is it? Yeah. He probably sits there just like right now. No, Lean no, back. no. Oh. That is Xander's job. Xander. Lean back, scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> Sometimes I will get distracted on TikTok when we're waiting for the concrete guy. Hey, at least he's, like, actually talking today. Usually he doesn't talk. Yeah. Who, hey, me? Yes, you. What well, are you talking both about? Both of us, really. I always talk. <laughs> no, you don't. You just steal my thunder. How? Because you always talk. Because you're not. Because you already know what you're going to say before we can even think of something. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, you're just on top of it. I'll be looking at you, and you'll just be looking all around. It's like you're not even listening well, to Well, sometimes I'm completely in La La Land. And I just, <laughs> we are aware of this. So, Mrs. K, what was your, like, go-to art thing? Like, was it drawing, painting, coloring? Like, what was it? Um, I, I mean, I feel like when I was in high school... I probably enjoyed drawing the most, um, and then when I went to college, it was graphic design, so it was a lot of computer work, obviously, um, but then I had a painting professor that I really liked, so I kind of feel like I navigated to that in my free time, um, and I still probably enjoy painting the most, I would say, at this point in my life. George, if you had to pick an art, what would it be? Like, like, like drawing or painting? Yeah. Uh, probably drawing because I do that everyone like just doodles and mostly algebra too. you don't pay attention or what I do it's just sometimes you're just really not in the mood to hear about different synthetic divisions hey man that stuff's good that's good stuff yeah it is what are we talking about exactly this is what Zayden does he he I'm gonna pay attention that's that's what I did I asked like what your favorite art would be like drawing painting coloring all that type that. type of jazz what even is that george oh synthetic division i just want to know whoever put letters and numbers <laughs> in math i don't like you it's literally solving for i'm assuming they're not around anymore well i don't care i don't like them <laughs> it's solving for a point on the graph i hate graphing too Mr. Wick, if you're ever watching this. You guys want to hear some, like, fun stories about Mr. Wick? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So this um, summer, we took a class together, like a professional development class. And, um, like, prior to this year, I didn't know Mr. Wick very well. He is considerably older than I am. (laughs) Um, He's pushing 60s. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He just turned like 50. He's like 59. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Mr. Wick, uh, we're going to have to learn your real age soon. Yeah, He's he's not. Well, anyways, so we take this class together, and I didn't really know him that well, but I knew he was going to take this class. So on Monday, we show up, and he's there, and there's like a little bit of awkwardness because I think I'm just genuinely an awkward person. Um, But so we just like go throughout the day. Well, he drove his Jeep. And he's got, like, the doors off. And I was like, oh, can I go? Like, I want to go. So then we went to the next location, and I think we just became best friends after that week. Um, we There was a day where we, because he lives in Marengo and I live in Williamsburg, we met up. But there was, like, some confusion if we were going to go to Cedar Rapids or Iowa City. <clears throat> and he thought we were going to Iowa City. 
and I thought we were going to Cedar Rapids. So I was like trying to tell him that we should meet over closer to Marengo. And he was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like we should meet over by like the little mana exit, right? And I'm like, no, like, why would you drive this direction to go back the other direction? And he was like, you are crazy. I'm like, no, let's just meet right here. This is where we need to meet. So fortunately he said, okay, like that's fine. So then we met there. At, um, I don't know what the road's called, but like, where Conroy, that Conroy road comes oh, out to six yeah. and there's like that trans yeah. like commuter there, parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we met. Well then he decides that he needs to head towards the interstate. I'm like, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to Iowa city, Lauren. I'm like, no, we're not going to Iowa city. And he just looks at me. He's like, you are so dumb. And I'm like, you are so dumb. And we're just like laughing so hard. And I'm like, seriously, let me just, let me look it up. So then I get out the book that tells us like where we're supposed to meet for class and stuff. And I'm like, see, it says Cedar Rapids. He's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no. And I show him and he's like, oh my gosh. He just pulls a UA in the highway and goes back the other direction. I'm like, I told you, man. See, like, you told need you. to listen Mind to me. Mind of a six year old. <laughs> he's, no, oh my yes. gosh. No, it was just, but I mean, it was so much fun. Like I never laughed so hard. I think with the coworker, like that Thursday of that week, we went to, um, like a goodwill did you know that they like not just like goodwill where you like donate clothes and stuff but they have like a plant where they make different kinds of oil and it's like an actual like factory and they do like there's like big machines and conveyor belts and like all this crazy stuff so we gotta go and like tour it well because it's food you have to like and it was still like covid kind of stuff they like told you you need to wear a mask and you had to wear these like white jackets and these booties and these like <laughs> like um hairnets so we have a legitimately amazing picture where we're like in hairnets and stuff and oh man it was just so fun and it was like good to get to know like your coworkers because when you're at work you're just busy and so you don't get to do that kind of stuff um but yeah he's really funny i haven't had mr wick in a class since seventh grade that's the only year i've had him because i took algebra one eighth grade with bowling and then been with bowling every year since then but now, since I have second period off, I go to Mr. Wick's study halls on Friday. I think he really enjoys being there very much. I sit on his putting green, and sometimes I don't putt, I chip, and sometimes I go over. But I don't think Mr. Wick knows that. He probably does now. Well, he does now. I was going to say, if he's listening, he definitely will. He's well, also not going to appreciate the stuff you're saying, Zayden. What, because he's old? <laughs> He's, he's not. He's he experienced. Like just turned 50. He looks like he's 60. Oh, my gosh. He's got that golfer stance. He's always at the golf course. <laughs> he is at well, the golf course a that's lot. That's what a retired six-year-old would do. Golfing is fun. It is fun. I learned to golf this summer. I am terrible. But, like, I still went, and I thought I was, like, really good. And I'm really not. But, like, I think just because I'm competitive with my husband, I like to think that I'm really good. But after a few balls out in the rough or, like, in the trees, yeah. Golf is a lot harder than it looks. I just so like hard. to drive the golf cart. I'll drive my dad around. He'll play, like, 18 holes, mm -hmm. and I'm just driving around listening to music. Hey, yeah. man, that's fun, too. Mm -hmm. One time I golfed, mini golf, I got kicked out with me and my dad. No way. Yeah, it was indoors. Supposedly, you're not supposed to hit the, wall, the balls off the walls. Well, probably not. <laughs> They don't like that. No. <laughs> Mini golf and golf are completely different stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mini golf is awesome. I'm a big golf guy. 
It's, so, it's just really hard. Like, Not I didn't really. even realize. No, you just, oh, I thought you were talking about mini golf. Oh, mini golf is fun. But, like, real golf is really frustrating because, like, you could, like, think you're doing the exact same thing. But even just the way that you, like, rotate your hands through your swing can totally change where your ball goes. So you're, like, trying to think about it. But if you overthink it, then you totally, like, overcorrect. And, yeah, it's like a mental game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You just got to tap it in. Tap. Just tap do you, you get to tap it when you're teeing off? Just gonna tap it like six feet at a time. Well, normally I use my hockey stick, so I run and I hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big Adam Sandler golf guy or what? Yeah. I think that he idols me. I think that after this conversation, Mr. Wick is gonna be really glad you don't play golf. Mr. No, Wick. Mr. Wick is probably very upset. I'm not on his golf team because he'd have like. Ten rings on his fingers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mr. Wick told Mason that if he was to join golf and Happy Gilmore did it, he would be off the team. Yeah, because he knows it works every time. He doesn't want to get shown up. I don't think that's why. No, it definitely works. I don't think that is why. That's why it's illegal is because it works. I feel like we should, we should like test this. Yeah. Like one day when the weather starts getting nice, we should go out and like make some promo videos for your a little broadcast, broadcast stuff. A little broadcast sponsored golf yeah. tournament. Zayden. Yeah, and a Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you just seen you in my hockey stick. Normal, normal <laughs> golf versus Happy Gilmore only. Yeah. I, I would think be normal. Be. I would win. I'd be normal and you could be Happy Gilmore okay. style. But so if my stick breaks, not my fault. Do you so have a you? hockey stick? No, but I can buy one. <laughs> so was I feel like they're expensive. Nuh-uh. Hockey just, stick? Yeah, just go to like Wally World. Okay. They probably got them at, up at DG. Yeah, get no, the plastic. No, you can't get the plastic ones. The golf ball will break them. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess right. <laughs> and with my freaking strength, the golf ball will definitely break it. <laughs> It'll just snap into like six pieces. I'm sure. And then Martin will be on his hands and knees picking up all my plastic pieces. After my I, ball goes in the like hole. I feel like he would be telling you to pick it up. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he definitely would not do that for you. He'd no. be like, oh, my God, Kyle, why didn't you have you on my team freshman year? I don't think he'd say he that. He definitely no. would say that. No, he'd I look just... at you like, Zayden, you're a tool. Pick it up. No, and then he'd be like, oh, my God, you can drive my Jeep with no doors on. <laughs> I don't I don't think. He no. definitely would. And then he'd give me some ice cream and a cake that says, you're my favorite golfer. I think you're back in La La Land, buddy. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Wick tried recruiting me to golf because it was the country versus country club day. Yeah. And I had all, I was carrying around a golf bag full of clubs and I had my golf fit on. And I was in his room for some reason. And he goes, Let me see your grip. So then I held it. He goes, You going out for golf this year? I'm like, Ah, I got track. I mean, I'll do both. And he's like, Can't do that. And I'm like, Why not? But you can't. So I'm not out for golf. Bummer. Yeah. You can just enjoy it then yeah. in the summer, yeah. But last time I went, like, golfing during baseball season, I went. I ended the season 0 for 7. Oh for Switch, 0 for. Switched up my – went from swinging, like, level for baseball to dipping my shoulder for golf, <laughs> and it it did not end very well. I – in those last seven at-bats – Three of them were strikeouts, and I only struck out, like, nine times last season. So maybe golf should wait until after baseball. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or <laughs> before baseball. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No. Okay. No, after. When does baseball even start? Yeah, well, we've already been having practices. like Already? Yeah, hitting practices. 
Jeez. With Caden's dad and Bo's dad, and then throwing with Robit on Saturdays. Don't go to those because supposedly it's not fun. No, it's fun. Who said it wasn't? Oh, uh, Caden. Nap? Yeah. Well, the workouts that we do after aren't fun, but... Oh, wait, after those? That, oh, I thought it was talking about the whole thing. That's all you do. Oh, no. Oh. We throw, and then we do those stupid workouts. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Not fun. Are, are they stupid, or are they just hard? Both. Stupid. So maybe you think they're stupid because they're hard. No. But maybe they're designed to be hard to they're make it better. No. Let's go with that. What do you do? I don't do? think so. I don't know. I've never gone. Oh. We, like, <laughs> do running. Like, you don't really need to run. Yeah, the only baseball. running we need is... You have to get, you gotta get to the to bases. Base. Yeah. Well, think about we'll hit it. the ball farther. When you're hitting dingers. Well, exactly. Hitting <laughs> it doesn't matter how fast you run the bases. Yeah, I'll walk around the bases. Maybe take a nap at second base. Maybe stop looking the stands for a cute mom. There you go, mom. He was on this last episode. Oh yeah, I was, wasn't I? Yeah. Didn't you well, make a cup that said yeah. "Hot Moms" or something? Oh, I sure so did. So mean. <laughs> My mom got really happy. She thought it said "I Heart Mom," but she didn't turn the cup far enough to see the S. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did you make so that in sad. art class? I sure did. Sure did. Intro what? to art. Oh. Intro to art. It's what I'm in. George, you should have been in it. If you're her favorite student like I was, she might help you out with a couple <laughs> or so projects. She helps me out when I need because I don't. I needed help a lot. It's just I don't need help that much because I actually do the art. I do yeah. too. You're like, it's kind of weird because you were like good in seventh grade, but then like I didn't have you forever. But then Brody took art, and he was good at art. And it's just, like, weird because, I don't know, like, I think sometimes you just, like, don't expect boys to be good at art because lots of times it's, like, no, this is, like, not cool or whatever, or, like, this is too girly to, like, put effort into. Um, So it's always, I think, interesting when there's guys who are good at art that, like, actually try. My inspiration is my table partners, Carter and Mason. They are fun. <laughs> I was really worried seeing my roster. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. But it's been good so far. Yeah, me, Carter, and Mason sit at the same table. Sometimes we don't get much done. But for the most part, I feel like we're yeah. like top percentage of getting it done. Yeah. You say, well, I feel like even if you're, like, talking, you're still working. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you sit and do nothing. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little loud, though. I'm like, all right, guys, get quieter down. <laughs> quieter down. Oh, boy. That class. It's a, it's a fun class, though. Yeah, it is. It's a good collection of people. What are we doing for this project? You, if you were here on Monday. I was competing. Skipper. Tuesday, actually. Oh, Tuesday. That's yeah. right. I always get messed up with the block schedule. Yeah, but yesterday you started a new project. You have to do a magazine collage of a character. I cut magazines. I heard everybody's doing South Park. There's a couple South Park people. Makes sense. Like, it could be any character. Like a cartoon? Like cartoon. It could be like from a book or... Like what about Zayden? What did you do? No, me. Like like, no, you can't do Zayden. He's oh. like a real person. It has to be like a character. Like a non-fictional... Like you need a reference picture of sorts. Like, I think it was last year or maybe... Or, no, maybe it was a year... No, maybe... Um, last year, I think. The years all blend together, <laughs> but Grace Ryan, she did Spider-Man, and it was, like, 
amazing. Like, she cut pieces or tore pieces, and they were so small she was putting them on with tweezers. It was, like, mind-blowing good. That sounds like a, a lot, a lot of work. It, yeah. I'm, yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was awesome. Was, like, when you looked was. at it, you were just like, oh, my gosh. What was yours, Zayden? A deer antler. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did do a deer. I still have it. It's not a fictional character. Nope, they had different requirements. I tried to uh, change them so people get to do different stuff. Was yours just anything? I have no idea. Yeah, I think theirs were kind of open-ended. Or, like, it had to be, like, an animal, maybe. All I know, it was good, and I got a good grade. I feel like it's, like, impossible to get a bad grade in art. Oh, there's a way. There's a way. It's called don't do anything. Well, yeah. Yeah, that, but... I'm experienced in that. But, like, literally, I feel like if you try, you put in effort, and you, you know, actually work when you're there, like, it is really hard yeah. To get a bad grade. Like, like, I don't ask for a lot. No. Yeah. Oh, that is false. <laughs> you guys, Zayden passed, so that's how much I asked for. I got a D minus. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> In art? No, you did not. She gave me 60%. Art On is, what? Art. <laughs> art is probably the easiest class to pass because you literally just have to, like, try. Mm-hmm. P, too. Oh, I guess you're right, but. It's the same thing. You just got to try. Yeah. Yeah. Weight training. It's kind of hard. Seen, I've seen some low grades in weight training. I Never feel like those th- low grades come from when, like, you're not doing the workouts. Or, like, or you don't make them up or whatever. skip school or something. Yeah. Unexcused yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Come to school. Yeah, it's easy to come to school. Yeah. Some days. Well, I think, like, in my room especially, it's, like, hard to make up stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's different if you go to a class and a teacher's doing some notes and then you have, like, a worksheet. Like, that, you can get your notes from your friend and you can do the worksheet, right? But, like, I mean, we get an hour and a half every day to contribute and work on your project. I mean, that's a lot of time to miss. So if you're not coming to school regularly, you can get behind really fast in those classes. Um, I mean, I think I offer pretty reasonable, like, makeup policies as far as like allowing extra times if you're gone for legitimate reasons but when you're not it's just kind of like bummer well is my was mine yesterday a legitimate reason were you gone for a school related absence yes yeah it's legitimate what about a doctor's appointment that's legitimate dentist yeah anytime it's like in the office and like it's called through the office it says excused like if the office knows about it then it's considered a legitimate reason like, I'm not going to go be like, hey, what'd you go to the doctor for? Oh, you went because you broke your big toe? How'd you break your big toe? And, like, get all the backstory. Like, I don't need that. Dawson but if it says, toe. like, excuse <laughs> because your mom called, then, okay. It's excuse. Not. Move on. So as long as it's excused, it's okay? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a little skeptical of amount of excused. Yeah, I feel like I at a know. certain point, it's kind of just like, hey, you need to be here. Yeah. yeah. I've been really sick this year. But I also Same. feel like I have just really, like, good students that don't abuse it, and they just, like, take care of their business. You know what I mean? Like, if they miss class, we talk about making up an enrichment or coming before school, and for the most part, I have kids that do that. Yeah. 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 So, you are also in charge of, like, the Kindness Club and the, the Ripple Project, so can you tell us a little bit about the Kindness Club, and then we'll get into the, the Ripple after? Sure. 
Um, so the Kindness Club started um, not last year, but it would have been like the spring of the year prior. So we're almost at the end of like two full years. Um, it kind of just started with some conversations, mostly from girls, just that felt like girls are just mean to girls. And there's like drama and gossip and like yucky, dumb stuff, if you will. Um, so just it kind of stemmed from a couple of the seniors last year, like Emily Whirling and Aubrey Griegel. Um, we just talked about what can we do to like make people try to be nicer to each other. Um, and so, yeah, that just started. We started um, like a leadership team and last year's leadership team was like amazing. And so whenever I asked them to do something, they did it and they did it with a smile on their face. And I think that senior class last year leaving, um, it's just, it's been hard for me. Like they were just such good, like influential people, I think. And they tried to make a difference in our school and by no means perfect. Like I know that no student is perfect. I know that we all have our issues, like even as adults. Um, so I don't want anyone to think that I like put them up on a pedestal. You know what I mean? But I think that genuinely they wanted to see people like coming to school and feel like they were treated with kindness and respect. And there wasn't like the stuff that they talked about girls gossiping about, you know, boyfriends or whatever stuff that gets gossiped about. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the purpose. Um, this year we've had maybe a little bit less, like school overall, like school buy-in, if you will. But I think that that is because of that senior group that left last year. We had a lot of involvement from those seniors. Um, so hopefully more people want to get involved. I think it's also a thing that you have to, or you try to live in a way that exemplifies what you stand for. So I think that not perfect by any means, but I think that it's important to try to be as kind as possible to people. Otherwise you look like a hypocrite. Like you can't tell people to be kind and you're a jerk. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's just something that people have to consistently do. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to pretend like I don't have my issues, you know, even like as a wife or a mom, um, there are times where like you struggle to feel like what you're doing is right or like the way you handled things were in the best um, interest of like your husband or your kids or your peers or friends or whatever um so yeah I mean hopefully it's making a difference hopefully people make note of it um I think the people that come regularly like it I just wish more people took it more seriously I guess so what are some of the things like you guys do at the meetings like is it kind of just like you telling them how to like include everybody or because i i'm i've never been to one yeah. i just don't know like, yeah what goes on yeah so um there's a leadership team that meets every tuesday morning and then on tuesday mornings they decide kind of like what they want the content of the thursday meeting to be so sometimes we just do activities that are supposed to like spread kindness and positivity at school um for instance like they'll do something like write a teacher a note of appreciation or um, they'll do things where they like go put random notes on people's lockers or write a note to a friend who thought was like having a bad day or something so sometimes they do activities like that that are trying to be more outreach type things and other times we do things that are more like self-reflection or like like um 
last week we talked about how like you get in your third quarter slump right and then everybody wants to be outside because the weather's going to get nice or like you're just really ready to not be at school so we talked kind of about like re-motivating yourself and then this week we're going to talk about um self-care if you will and just kind of like how you can take spring break to recharge and then just enjoy your time away from school and um, kind of like some good activities to do with your friends or your families and that wouldn't like cost a lot of money but you could still help you to have like an enjoyable break so you can come back refreshed solid yeah so like you guys do the the thing with like the table out in the hall like once a month yeah is like you discuss those things there too um those things have like already kind of been predetermined so instead of having a leadership meeting we will go do we call a smile zone and that's where we try to do more like of an outreach and get other students in the school just to do things that are like kind or nice or you know what i mean like can make someone's day or morning um or they they could just be like funny or silly like for homecoming we did a thing where like you're supposed to like do a toughie like a challenge with Tuffy or something yeah, like, it like it didn't really serve a purpose but it was like fun or funny so it was like yeah give Tuffy a piggyback ride into the cafeteria and like yell let's go Ohio Valley or something yeah there was another option too I don't remember what it was yeah there was like I don't know like a rock paper scissors or like oh, yeah, rock, some paper, kind of challenges yeah. or yeah I beat Tuffy by the way two out of three <laughs> two in a row undefeated See, works the, every time the kindness challenges how many people think do them every week besides myself? I pride myself in that. Uh, you know, that'd be a good question. You guys should, like, send a survey. And, like, you could add that to your statistics when you promote the weekly kindness challenge. I feel like I'm one of the only people. That makes me I feel like a kinder person. Yeah. I do them. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I do. I feel like I do them sometimes. Like, I feel like if I'm, like, thinking about it, I'll do them. But I'm not going to lie, sometimes I don't because there's, like, a lot going on. But Usually after I hear it in the broadcast, then I do it because I'm like, oh, it's fresh <laughs> my mind, fresh my mind. Like, one of them was, like, tell someone you like their outfit or something. I heard it. I was like, Colton, I like your outfit. And then, yeah, I did it. Like, this is, okay, like, I know sometimes we, like, joke at them. But, like, do you genuinely feel like if people did them they would just like feel better as a person oh yeah probably yeah. okay because like sometimes you can trick yourself into liking something or like into wanting to do something so like i feel like if you like actually do it then you'll be like oh this is like you got to see them like how they responded to it and mm-hmm. then like actually make you feel better for doing it and yeah that's what I think too I think a lot about like being kind or being positive isn't necessarily like about what you do necessarily but it's lots of times about like how it makes you feel after you do it so like telling someone that you like their outfit or you know just telling someone that you appreciate their hard work or whatever um there you get benefit back from it from like making the person feel good or like you see them smile or you they tell you oh my gosh that just like made my day like you know, last week, like, I was having a rough week, and, like, a parent emailed me about something totally random and different, but then, like, the last thing they said, they are like, I just want to thank you so much for, like, all the hard work you're putting into our students. I was like, you don't even know, like, how much I totally just needed that today, and it's, like, stuff like that. Like, he didn't have to say anything, but, like, he definitely, like, like, you just, like, it's like a ripple effect, kind of, like, yeah. in the best positive way. I think if more people did it, 
then our world would just be better yeah. overall. So speaking of ripples, today we had the assembly for the... Look at nice transition, <laughs> George. Had hey. the assembly for the Ripple project. Yeah. I mean, I know you the crew already explained it. Can you go a little more in depth on it? Because before today, I don't think I had heard of it. Yeah. So... Obviously, in January, like, that was really good, by the way. That was a good transition. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously, in January, like, our school was, like, shattered, right? Yeah. And so I think that this is something that's just been on my heart for a really long time. Um, and I think January was just, like, the thing that just pushed me to, like, we need to do more. You know, I think that there's such a stigma attached to mental health that it's not okay to talk about your feelings or it's not okay to you know, have issues or struggle, um, that I think that we hold them in and in turn, it just leads us to some really dark, dangerous, deep places. Yeah. Um, and I think if there's more light that is brought to the topic, the less, um, the less people want to like it's taboo or not talk about it, um, the better off we'll be. So after January, um, you know, I had just like reached out to some people who I knew did something like this um, and just kind of what we could do at Iowa Valley to make sure we didn't have another instance like that, um, to make sure students were learning skills that would like help them with any kind of mental health struggles or even just like on the ways to get resources, right? Like I'm not a professional, like yeah. I, I don't know. But I do know that, you know, the right thing to do is one, admit you have help or you need help to like, let's figure out who to get you help from that can actually be um, contributing to your life in a really positive way. So we started a group. Um, it kind of came a little bit like the kindness club where I just kind of asked some students that I knew have been really affected by Dylan's death. Um, and so some of them were his closest friends, right? Um, and some were just kids that I thought were like engaged in activities because, hey, do you like want to do something else? Like this is really good for our school. Um, and then it just kind of like went around and then people just started joining. So we came up with a name and then um, we took a group of 14 students to North Liberty and they did, it's called QPR, uh, Gatekeeper Training. And it's really like an online training. It takes about an hour, but it took us close to three because we broke it down and like at certain points in the training we would like have really in-depth conversations and talk about like what we can do at Iowa Valley or you know how the kids were like perceiving the content that they were taking from the training I mean it was just really good so yeah do you want to talk about the QPR training or you want me to like kind of and you can because oh, yeah. Garrett, Garrett got certified I did get certified yeah I know that it stands for question persuade refer it, I, it was the the R was hard for me to learn because it's I thought it was respond for a while but I know it's not respond now yeah yeah so Q stands for question and it it taught students and most of this training is really geared to let students be comfortable with having a really hard conversation with your peer right like if you have a friend and you notice your friend is not acting like themselves they're not you know not laughing or they're not being as funny as normal or they're just really quiet or off or they don't ever want to come to anything anymore um q is the question part being able to just say to your friend like are you struggling are you happy are you thinking of hurting yourself 
um, and being able to open up the door to let them talk to you, um, which is, I think, the hardest part of a conversation because it has to be two-way, right? Like, you have to have the courage to ask, but also your friend has to have the courage to be vulnerable to talk about their feelings. And right now, with the stigma of mental health, kids don't want to do that. We, all the time, we just say, like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, fine. We all say it. Like, that's just our, like, natural go-to. Like, even when you're having a garbage day, that's what you say. Oh, it's fine. And you move on. You don't even, like, go into it. So, Q is for question. um, And it really just taught them, like, different ways to ask the question, um, different, like, signs to look out for when you thought your friends were struggling Um, And so that was a big one. And then P stands for persuade. And it's, you know, furthering that conversation of when you know your friend is struggling, how can you persuade them to go to someone, to find a safe adult, to find, you know, um, a parent or, um, you know, a counselor here at school or a teacher um, who can be like an advocate for you. And then R is the refer, and that's getting them to help refer them to counselor or a therapist or a pastor or somebody um who can be of actual like trained knowledge um kind of help so yeah that was good it was fun yeah it was it was hard though at some points yeah uh but i am very glad that i went and got certified knowing that i can help somebody that I might not even know that well or somebody that just knows me and wants to talk to me it's it's kind of it's yeah it's just yeah it makes you feel good yeah that's what I'm looking for yeah and I think it's also like the idea of the students like you know there's always kind of like you have to be a special kind of person right that like People are going to say, like, oh, you're not going to go tell my drama. You're not going to go run and gossip about me at lunch or whatever. And so I think that it's really important that the people who did go to get QPR certified take it very seriously. You know what I mean? Like, someone comes to you and tells you they're struggling and they're, you know, thinking of harming themselves. That's not a topic that should become someone's gossip, you know? And so I think that at that point there's a really serious kind of, like, chain of events that need to happen to make sure that things that happen in January don't ever happen again. Um, And so I think that's the whole purpose of the group um, is really to make sure that students know that there's other students you can talk to because sometimes talking to a teacher is really hard. Like it's, it is awkward. I know we're older and you might think we're judging you or whatever versus having a peer I think has a good amount of weight you know you have a comfortability with your peers that you wouldn't necessarily have with your teachers so I think it's good there's between like 25 and 40 kids who've been coming pretty regularly to meetings um so that's been good there's a lot of kids who want to make a difference who want to make a change who were impacted you know not just because they were great friends with Dylan but because they saw you know this awful ripple effect that happened because of it, right? Like there was such community support and community outreach and, um, you know, people thought about family members who had this had happened to or, you know, or just anyone else that they were like worried about in their life. And so I hope that through an organization like this, more people just 
start to realize like it's okay to struggle let's just get you some help you know so that's the river project for now so to like be a member do you just have to show up yeah to the, just come you said it was mondays in yep. enrichment yeah mondays in enrichment um so just come just sign up either under myself or mrs brecht and yeah we just hang out we're gonna in a couple weeks we the week after spring break um, there's a lady coming in. She's from Please Pass the Love. They do student organizations in the Midwest, mostly Iowa, um, but it's Stomp Out the Stigma. So it's going to be teaching kids about mental health basics in different ways um, to have like coping mechanisms to try to take care of themselves and their peers. And so we're going to do a workshop on that Friday. And so if people are interested, they should come and check it out. Uh, during like the, the meetings and stuff, like two, not the last one, but the one before, we had like these panels. My panel was the best because <laughs> I got to, I got to write what was gonna go in the GDA. Basically, I was like in charge of getting it out there, which these people haven't seen the GDA yet because it was just filmed. So that's a good one. Make sure you guys watch that. Yeah. It was a good one. Very professional. It was. I wrote it all in enrichment. Mrs. K was, like, I don't know. Impressed. Impressed that I could <laughs> write that well. <laughs> Even emailed it to myself. Yep. It's good stuff. Yep. We got some TikTok questions. Oh, yeah. We got TikTok questions that will film on Friday for the QPR certified people. Yep. Yeah, I think the group of people that got QPR certified was definitely a good group of people to get QPR certified. Yeah, and you know, Mrs. Brecht and I talked a lot about, and even like I talked to some other teachers, just like kind of, you know, I, my room is different. Like I have different relationships because my room can be really conversational. When you're working on your project, like I can come sit and talk to you. And so I can get to know you differently than a teacher who does like a lecture type lesson, right? So it's different. But I, you know, even asked some of the other teachers just like, how are these students in your room? Or what's the dynamic with this student and their classmates, you know? Because we, we did put a lot of effort into trying to pick um, a good group of kids that would reach everybody at our school. You know what I mean? We, we tried to pick kids that would be able to reach all circles of friends. We didn't want to pick 15 people from the same group of friends because then there's other students who wouldn't be comfortable going and talking to them. Um, so it wasn't a lot about picking the people. It was about like who those people can reach. You know what I mean? Um, and so it was it was a very stressful decision, if you will. Um, we will certify more people down the road um, when we have the opportunity. But I felt I'm really glad with the kids that we took. And they took it super seriously. And I feel like they're being really mindful. Um, you know, I've already had a few students come and just say, like, hey, can you check on somebody? Or, like, hey, I'm worried about this person. Or, oh, this person, you know, has reached out to me. Can we like call mom or dad or whatever and I think that has to happen for us to make sure people are getting the help that they need so yeah I think me Ian OB Caleb were probably the most talkative people there no we talked the whole time <laughs> they only talked when I asked them questions <laughs> hey you didn't want to take from anybody else's light of talking 
We're generous. Yeah, but multiple lights can shine. Yeah, they can. Yeah. But there were a lot of people talking at once, so there were multiple lights. <laughs> we do have some very passionate girls that, yes. like, are really interested in this topic, so. And I think their passion, like, is matched with that they care. Like, they want people to be okay. Um, so I think it's easy to, you know, talk a lot. It's like me. Like, it's easy to talk a lot about something you care about. Like, I could ramble on a lot, but... I think it is cool, though, that, like, I did get it, like, get picked to be certified, because I just know that if they do come to me, I will be able to help them. Yeah. And just them being able to know that I am, like, a safe place to talk to. Yeah. I think that, you know, in general... It would be nice to think that every student, every student at our school felt like they could go talk to at least one person, you know, whether that was a teacher or a counselor or a student, um, I think it's really impactful. You know, lots of times at bigger schools, that's not a thing because you're a number, you're a statistic. There's 400 kids in a graduating class, and so it's easy to get overlooked, I think, at a big school versus when you're in a small school, I think you have the opportunity to be seen and heard and so I think it's important that people can feel that way yeah well you guys got anything anything else you want to talk about nope Zayden was real talkative in the second <laughs> half yeah it's usually how most of them sound George you got anything um I'll see you next Monday yeah. in Richmond Heck yes, yeah, that's George. awesome bring a friend yeah, bring friends. Everybody, every student listening, uh, you should try to make at least one because it is a really good thing that we got going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, just come Mondays during Enrichment C20. Yeah. Don't come this Monday, though, because we're on spring break. We no school yeah. break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, next Monday. Next Monday. I guess that's about it. Mrs. K, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, everybody listening. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.